0: Welcome to the Melton Forge Works podcast. I'm going to take you along on my day to day adventures in bladesmithing and blacksmithing. I'll be talking about the people involved in the craft and the tools and the methods that go along with it. So, thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, what's up? It is January the 9th. And obviously it's been a while since I recorded a podcast again. So um, I'm in the truck. And so I thought I'd take a few minutes and just catch you up on where I'm at, what I've been doing, what's been going on in the shop since, I don't know, maybe November when I last recorded a podcast. So the month of December was nuts. It was just crazy. Um, I sold all kinds of items from the web store, which meant I was in the shop. Uh, every spare minute that I had I was in the shop cranking railroad spike steak turners and grilling forks and crosses and just pretty much everything on my web store uh, I sold a bunch of during the month of December you know for Christmas which was great Um, I wound up shutting the store down probably on the 17th of December because I knew that that was about as long as I could work and still get things in the mail to people on time but um man by the time i got to that day where i shut everything down i was just i was kind of done <laughs> i'd gotten to the point where i was just i was a little burned out you know to be honest and it's been a while since i've experienced burnout in the blacksmith shop but but i did i hit a wall and and i just when i finished that last order I closed the shop, walked away, and I pretty much have not been back out there, um, very much since the middle of December. And, uh, so that's been probably three weeks or so now, and I'm starting to kind of get over the burnout and, uh, getting the urge to go and, uh, make stuff again, and, uh, but when December 17th hit, I, I basically set everything in the web store to a status of zero, which means they were sold out. And uh, I put a banner across the website that said, you know, I'm shutting down, won't be opening the store again for a few weeks. And, uh, and so I decided to take some time in January to work on some cleanup projects in the shop. Uh, One of them is a fairly large project and I I haven't really started it yet. And uh, now I'm kind of second guessing whether I actually want to do it or not. But um, I've got this area in the back of my shop that's kind of a walled off office. And I thought about tearing those walls out um, because it's right next to where the power hammers are. I thought about tearing those walls out so I could just put the, the third tire hammer that I've got just sitting in the floor in the shop I thought about moving it uh, into place right in line with the other ones uh, which would mean that I would need to tear those walls out and uh, and so I thought about cleaning that little office out it's where I used to do a lot of reloading for uh, competitive pistol shooting years ago and uh, since then it's just kind of become a catch-all room where I just throw things that I don't know where else to put them and, uh, so I thought about cleaning that place out and, you know, reclaiming that whole area and tearing the walls down and giving myself some more space in the shop. But the more I think about it, the more I think that that's just a whole lot more than I want to bite off right now. So yeah, the other day I thought, well, how else could I move the tire hammer into place? And on the, uh, so if you walk into my shop on the right hand side of the shop, pretty much if you draw a line down the middle of the shop, uh, everything on the right side of that line is blacksmithing. And, uh, the left side of the shop is kind of an open space I use for projects and storing things and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, I, I, have got a wood rack where I keep a bunch of scrap wood from various uh, projects. And, uh, that wood rack is on the wall and I thought, well, if I move all that wood off the wall, then I can put the tire hammer on that wall, along with some other stuff. Have room, have room for other stuff in the future. So what I did was I took some angle iron and I cut these pieces of angle iron into little, into a little frame that I can hang from the rafters. And um, and so I, I made these rafter hangers out of angle iron, um, and then I started moving that wood uh, onto those angle iron rafter hangers. And so I've still got to finish that so I can clean that wall off, but I want to get, I want to get that project done. Um, and, and I need to clean out that office in the back where I've been just storing things, uh, because it could, it could wind up being a nice little grinding room and I've just never thought about it much in that way. But, um, I think I might eventually, maybe later this year, take some time and clean that out and run some 220 lines back there and then move my grinders uh, into that little room and uh, I kind of have a dedicated grinding room and move move a shop back in there I mean a uh, the dust collector in there and anyway it might work out to be a really nice little separated grinding room but um yeah I haven't done much else in the shop. I mean, I haven't, I haven't restocked anything on the website, so I haven't made a single sale, uh, in several weeks. And, uh, I haven't been very active on social media. You know, I've kind of, I've posted a few random things that I've been doing. I've, I've been working with the 3d printers and playing around with that. And I've been reading some books and, uh, I got an iPad over the holidays and I've been drawing, trying to work on this ebook that I want to get published. And um and just recently I I brought out the guitars and started uh going through some guitar lessons again. Just really kind of getting my mind in a different uh gear just to um just to take a step back from from forging and from the blacksmith work for a little bit to kind of get refreshed. Um, I've talked about burnout in the past and, uh, you know, I've seen other people talk about getting burned out in the shop and, uh, they ask for advice. And a lot of times my advice in the past has been to just push through it, you know, just force yourself to go to the shop and make something that you are familiar with and really focus on, you know, making it as, as high quality as you can take whatever time it takes to make it. And and then, you know, the act of doing will generally kind of bring back the desire for doing. But this time, this time I just felt like I needed to take a complete break from it, you know? And so that's what I've been doing. I've just been taking a break from blacksmithing and I haven't been uh, like I said, I haven't been super active on social media, I haven't been posting a lot uh, in that regard as far as you know foraging is concerned. Um, but coming up in a few weeks, I'm going to be down in Texas at the Texas Blacksmithing Conference and I'll be demonstrating the coffee scoops and maybe a couple other small items there. I kind of think I'm going to demonstrate with a, um, with a focus on explaining how I make things, uh, for profit in my little website, our web shop, you know, and just kind of gear my demo around helping people understand how to make things and sell them for profit and maybe even talk about the website and, uh, e-commerce and that kind of stuff as part of the demo. Um, I don't know. I'm going to talk that over with the uh, organizers and uh, see what they think about that, that idea. But anyway, that's going to be in a couple of weeks at the end of January, I'll be down in Texas doing that demonstration. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're in the Texas area, come by, see me, say, Hey, um, be good to meet, meet all my Texas friends down there. And then, uh, later in the spring, uh, Abana is going to be in Texas, and I'm really, really looking forward to that. I really hope that I can make the Abana meeting in Texas in May. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I'm in the truck leaving a uh, a board meeting for the Mississippi Forge Council where we've been talking about our plans for the spring. And, uh, and of course, the Abana conference in May came up, and uh, Lyle Wynn was there at the meeting, and he's going to be one of the demonstrators at Abana and uh, if you don't know who Lyle is, Lyle is a very accomplished blacksmith, and he's the guy that taught me tool making, and uh, he's just been a really influential and helpful uh, member of the Mississippi Forge Council for many, many years, and uh, so it was good. I hadn't seen him in a while. He's been away working uh, at a job in Texas for a while, so it was good to catch up with him and to kind of hear what he thinks about Urbana and yeah, anyway, I hope, I hope I get to go to that. I hope I get to meet a lot of people at Abana this year. That's going to be a lot of fun. But, um, at our Forge Council meeting we just had, we just talked about kind of rebooting the MFC. Um, we, we've, we've kind of been lax the last couple of years with our planning and our, uh, classes and, um, just all that kind of stuff. So, so we're, this spring we're really trying to refocus our efforts to reestablish the MFC as a really active blacksmithing group and uh, I'm re I'm redoing our website and uh, updating some things we're going to be taking electronic payment now which is going to be huge Uh, in the past all of our membership dues for the Forge Council has always been uh either by cash or check. And uh, to be honest, I think that's kind of held us back uh, in the last few years because so so many people are just used to paying for things online and we've just not had that option for quite a while. So I'm excited to see where that goes and how the Mississippi Forge Council grows. We have some super talented blacksmiths in this area uh, that are associated with the Forge Council, and uh, and we're gonna start putting on classes again. Um, and uh, the format of the classes that have been the most successful for us as a Forge Council in the past have been uh, where we do a demonstration for a particular thing, and then we schedule a class to make the tools required to make that thing. And then we schedule another class a week or two after that, where we actually come back together and all the students that made the tools come back together and make the thing. So for example, uh, if you want to learn how to forge, um, a dragon's head or a wizard's head, um, you know, there's various punches and tools, um, and jigs for the vice that you need in order to hold the steel properly and to chisel it. Right. And so, um, the first class after the demonstration would be just making all of those handheld punches and, and, uh, and the vice jigs and the things that you need to actually do that kind of sculpting work. And then the final class, you know, again, would be, uh, everybody coming together and, uh, kind of, a, a group led activity where everybody walks away with their own, uh, wizard head or dragon's head or whatever kind of, a sculpted head uh, we're going to do. We're not exactly sure which one of those we're going to do. We may do a class where you do multiple of those things all at once. But uh, in any case, I'm really excited to see us get classes going again. And uh, we're going to have that set up on the website where people can book spots in the class. And so um, I think that's going to pull people from out of state that want to come and learn. And, um, we have a really great place to learn at, you know, the, the our Forge Council is super, super blessed to have access to a really nice old style blacksmith shop on the uh, Mississippi Forge Council grounds, I mean the Mississippi Ag Museum grounds uh, right in the middle of Jackson, Mississippi. And, um, you know, we've got like 10 different forges and a bunch of anvils, all kinds of equipment. And it's just a great place to take a class. And so I'm super excited to see that crank up again. And uh, so if this spring is uh, as successful as we think it's going to be, then we're going to try to keep scheduling classes through the summer and the fall and uh, try to pull in some heavy hitters to come and, uh, teach some classes for us. So anyway, I'll keep everybody updated on that. And uh, if you're interested in coming to one of the classes here in Mississippi, um, then you'll, you'll hear that info from me both on the podcast and on social media and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I've been up to. Um, I think I'm probably going to start restocking the website to open back up in, in, uh, when I get back from the Texas blacksmith conference and, uh, until then, I'm just going to kind of work on these cleanup projects and I, I I need to practice a bit before the conference. So I don't make a fool of myself demonstrating. Um, but that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm going to be up to for the next few weeks. So I'm going to let this wrap up this podcast. It'll be a short one shot, um, one segment podcast, but I want to say again, thank you. Thank you to everybody that listens uh, to my silly little podcast where I talk to you from wherever I'm at in the truck or walking down the street or whatever. Um, it means a lot that you guys and girls are out there listening to me. And, uh, it means even more when you give me feedback that you enjoy it. So thanks again. And I'll see you next time. Bye.